0: If you are not consistently talking to your audience, they will not consistently be buying from you. If you are not consistently talking to your audience, they will not consistently be sharing you or your voice or your work, and you will not consistently be growing. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. How do you create a modern business model? Here's what I really learned in a decade doing this full-time being blessed to start from nothing and generating tens of millions of dollars a year. Now sharing my advice with the world where 30 million people see us every single week on, on Facebook alone, it's been an extraordinary blessing. And I'm thankful to all of you for helping make that happen. But I think one of the reasons it happened is I started looking at this industry a little different than other people did. And that is many people when they begin in this, they just want to make some money. And maybe that's where you're at. You're just like, gosh, if I could just make, you know, an extra hundred bucks a month. And so you get attracted to online trainers who say, Hey, here's how to sell PDFs for a hundred bucks a month. And maybe you start to try to sell a PDF for a hundred bucks a month and you get a hundred bucks a month, but you realize, well, geez, if I got a job. I could get a couple, you know, a couple thousand bucks a month. And I think the history, of the thought leader industry, especially in the last couple of decades, were people who were attracted to this get rich quick money stuff. And because they were doing on that scale, they were myopic in how they thought about not only their service to the world, because really they were just hoping to take, but they were also myopic in their strategy for building a real career. And how do you build a modern thought leader brand and business model? You start first and foremost with strategy. You know, very few people think about that at all. They don't think of this as a career. They just go, Oh, I'm going to post something on, uh, like Twitter. Right. And I'm going to be a millionaire or, Hey, you know what, Brendan? if I just write a book, I'll, I'll sell tens of millions of copies and I'll retire in Florida with a yacht and I'll borrow my neighbor's yacht sometimes too. It's like, what? (laughs) no, all this get rich, quick money stuff in the industry completely repelled me because where I came from, no one had any money. So when all these guys were like, hey, look at my big boats and you've never seen me post any photos of my house online and say, look, I started in this crappy house and now I have this fancy. house." like those guys who do that, they got trained by people who didn't understand leadership and the long term opportunity that was really available here. They were the guys who were very short sighted. How do we impress people and you know, demonstrate how awesome we are and take their money? they weren't in it for the service aspect. And they certainly weren't in it for the long haul. And I say that with all due respect, but a lot of those folks who were teaching that when I was coming up, they're not here anymore. And they're not here anymore because their heart wasn't in it. And how do you tell if someone's heart is in it? They're thinking about it in the future. Not just what can I take, what can I give on a consistent basis? And so if you really wanna build a business model that's gonna last, you gotta be thinking strategically years out not just like, how do I sell a PDF and make some money? If that's where you're at, I'm, I'm here to say, you know what? One of the great blessings any thought leader can ever give you, me or somebody else, is broadening your perspective, giving you a bigger vision. This could be a career for you where you reach millions of people, and it's more about the message you're sharing to people than it is about, are you pocketing enough money on a Friday night? You know, I think that's where our industry got in trouble because with strategy, if they didn't have the heart connected to it, what ended up happening was, they were just selling stuff and they never built a brand today. A modern thought leader model business model is all about brand development. And that comes from a place of strategy and all of this strategy comes down to some very simple moving parts I want to teach you about. And if you can look at these uh, moving parts consistently and apply them consistently, you will grow. Now it's important to know a strategy is something you don't just try once right? When a fortune 50 company says our strategy this year is to do this, they focus on that for the next year, right? All their initiatives align with that strategy. All of their team hires align with that strategy. Everybody's on the same board to move forward towards something like that. Well, if you're a solopreneur and you're starting on your own, which is where I started just by myself, I built all my web pages, did all my posts, built all my pro- checkout processes, did it all myself at the beginning when that used to require coding, I don't know if you remember coding, you know, like HTML coding. <laughs> you know? Now, now you just fill in the field, hit publish, and you have a web page. It's like, what? But it used to be really, really hard. Very few people were thinking where they could go with that. So let me share with you a simple way to think through building a modern thought leader model with some strategy. The strategy for the modern thought leader all comes down to consistent communication. And I know that's no duh stuff. So give me a chance to unpack this a little bit and show you how it works. If you are not consistently talking to your audience, they will not consistently be buying from you. If you are not consistently talking to your audience, they will not consistently be sharing you or your voice or your work and you will not consistently be growing. See, but the game has changed today in the modern world. The consistency has changed today. And it used to be, you could put out a monthly newsletter. That's what we were all doing. We're putting out monthly newsletters. And then it became, well, you should do a weekly one, which you should. And then it became, well, you gotta do daily things because of social media. So part of it is just being there consistently. A lot of people go, I'm gonna become an author. And they do one blog post. And they spend weeks on that blog post. They put it out there. Only five people see it. They become high school children. and They go, oh, I'm so sad, nobody likes me. They must have rejected me. Oh my God, nobody likes me. And they quit. And you know how many blogs were started with one post and never had the second post? And never had third or fourth or fifth? And that's the challenge. When you first start consistently communicating in the modern era, no one's gonna follow you, no one's gonna like you. Your first video isn't gonna get millions of hits. I didn't have the expectation, ever. My thought was, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm okay if my first video got 10 views Nine of them were from me on different browsers, hitting refresh. And the other one was my mom, <laughs> you know, I was like, that's okay. Cause I'm going to do it again next week and next week. And it's going to build and build and build. Your struggles often come from lack of consistency in all areas of your life. If your health is out of whack, you fell out of consistency. You know, if your relationship and your spouse, your communication with them is out of whack, you fell out of consistency of kindness and date night. Like it's so simple. Consistency is everything. Here's how it goes to play in creating a modern strategy. You're basically going to have four areas of communication that are going to shape out this overall business model, if this box is a business model. Okay. First, we're going to have our weekly value broadcast. BDCST, broadcast. That looks like a fifth grader wrote it. But anyway, I said the words, weekly value broadcast. What does that mean? Well, you have a weekly broadcast that you send out to everybody on your list who is not currently in a funnel to add new value to them. I'll unpack that in a moment for those of you who are new to email marketing. Okay. You have a weekly broadcast that goes out. What I recommend to everybody is you just do a weekly blog post. Everyone says, how many blog posts do I do? I'm like, just do it once a week. And a lot of people go, no, Brendan, there's bloggers who do it every day. I'm like, yeah, but they're not getting any more specific results. If they better utilize their weekly value posts anyway, the number one mistake, as I shared in the first session was to have an asset and never use it again. Right? If you do a garage sale on a Sunday and that garage sale crushes, open up again next weekend, you'll have double the traffic, right? It's very important to realize that there's momentum behind things. If you do a blog post and you share it on social media on one day and that's all you do, well, no wonder you're not getting more likes and shares and traffic because you should be able to take that weekly post and leverage it all week long to be able to get more people to that. Meaning you don't just you know post it and you're done. You post it and you chop it up in 50 different ways and you keep sending it and sharing it and linking back to it. It's part of One of my favorite strategies called circular virulosity. But your job is to have a weekly newsletter that goes out to all of your subscribers. Now, what's modern mean when I say that your weekly newsletter that goes out to everybody should absolutely not be a template. What I mean is, uh, you know, if you sign up for like a magazine or you sign up for like Nordstrom, you get these templatized newsletters by email. There are these ones, you know, they have like five different boxes and they're selling different shirts and shirts and articles and things like that. Those are horrible for modern email marketing. You want to strip it down. You can have one image in there, maybe two, but don't do all these columns and these email templates your email provider would give you. Why? Because it's just too much. And you're basically spreading your audience too thin. What we have found over and over and over again, if you actually want your audience to consume something, or do something one link, one image in your email. And if you're like, oh, this sounds crazy, Brent," I've seen other people do it. It's not, it's not my opinion. It's the data. It's why the biggest senders in the world tend to come back to that reality, less image, less links, less form and structure. Make it feel more personal. If you ever saw the emails that went out from, for example, uh, president Barack Obama, one of the reasons he got elected and I'm not trying to create a political debate here, ladies and gentlemen, but one of the reasons he got elected was his email marketing was so unbelievably well done. The very personal emails and he would just text, you know, a couple paragraphs and then a link and then he signed off. Barack, very personal. The modern era is personal. I know you already know that, but it's very important. The modern era is personal. So underneath all of this, you've got these two realities. One is personal and that's important. Two, it's stripped down design, simple design. Thank you Apple for really pushing that forward. And those who came before them stripped down design. So don't have a bunch of things in there. Strip it down. Simple, elegant. Every week, send something out. My recommendation to newbies, if you're totally new, I want you to create a brand new video every single week, put it on YouTube or on your blog or put it on YouTube and embed it on your blog, describe it and send it out. Check out as an example, my blog, just Brendan.com forward slash blog and see how I do it. Just mimic it, model it, steal it, do the exact same thing, but begin and stay consistent. I can share with you that one little thing. If you'll do that piece, you'll start seeing a big growth. And that's part of the strategy, consistency, every single week, no matter what. Look, I've been blessed to be mentored by and coached by, as well as to mentor and to coach, the biggest names in the thought leader community. Um, And I've been really blessed to learn a lot from them. And I just recently had, uh, last Sunday, matter of fact, a three or four hour conversation with an unbelievable legend in the online marketing space. He finally started doing weekly videos at my recommendation, he said, I've never seen my audience more engaged. And that's powerful. Weekly is the way. Don't get caught into thinking you can do it every day because some other person did it. Trust me, if you're beginning or even you're advanced, you can do more things with one good post per week. Now, some people say, Brendan, I can't, oh, I mean, I'm busy. I got a job. I'm doing this on the side. I'm, I'm like, hey, how bad do you want it? If you can't spend time to do one simple thing a week, it's just not the career for you. And I say that with respect, but you got seven days. And if in seven days you can't write a couple paragraphs or turn on the camera and just talk for a little bit, even if it's just for four or five minutes, these don't have to be 40 page long letters. They don't have to be 30 minute, 40 minute, hour long, well-produced videos. It could just be you talking to the camera. I don't care. But if you don't get begin, if you don't begin this strategy, you won't develop the skill to make you world-class. I hope that makes sense. Next, part of your consistent communication outside the broadcast is your funnel sequence. But a funnel sequence means from our first session, your O V O. Okay. So this is a different communication strategy. Why? Because, you know, all these new people will be consistently coming into your world, doing what we teach you as we continue through this strategy. They'll be giving you their name and their email, and you want them to get those autoresponders and only those autoresponders. You don't want them getting your weekly value broadcast because that means they're probably gonna get two or three emails from you during that time, and they might be conflicting. Like you might be promoting your book or a piece of value during this time. And it's different than this one over here. I'll give you an example. I have a a, 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 funnel. They might have entered their name and email to get high performance work, but they might've entered another funnel to get personal development work. And this week I might be talking about personal development, not marketing. And so they're going to get an email from you on personal development and marketing. They're getting confused. They're like, what, what's he doing here? So here's how the strategy works. You basically think of your company having, of having two different communication strategies. One strategy is get the name and email and automate a sequence, autoresponders, follow up sequence, they call it autoresponders that they just get communicated to for a period of time. Once they finish all those sequences, the funnel, then their name is automatically dropped in to your weekly broadcast and now it's two different things, right? Now you know they're not gonna get some different thing from you. I hope that makes sense. So what you're doing is you're getting as many names and emails as you can. They get autoresponder messages. Once you finish that funnel, they're done with it, and if you don't have another funnel, then they just go into your broadcast email list. I hope this is making sense. I know I'm hitting you with a lot right up front. But it's very simple because all your systems are set up to do this automatically, when you start doing this. If you're doing email marketing, it doesn't matter who you use. MailChimp, iContact, MaroPost, SendGrid, it doesn't matter what program you're using. I'm sure there'll always be more and more as we go throughout these years and months of technology, but they all have this process set up automatically already. So you just have to go through the process. If you're scared of all of it and you're like, oh my God, email marketing sounds so scary. I have great news for you. Every website in the modern era today has a section called help. So you click on help, you watch the instructional videos, you go through that and you'll be just fine. You know, I really believe that the number one barrier to people succeeding at this is the rampant impatience of today. I'm here today because I'm a very patient man. Extraordinarily, extremely patient. I'm gonna be doing this career until I can't anymore, God willing, with my health. I'll just do this for as long as I can. And I'm, so I'm never in a hurry. So if I see a help section, I see 30 videos, I go, ah, I go, okay, I'm just gonna go through one at a time until I get this. And my strategy is always, I open up a help section in one uh, column or one browser, and, and I do it in the other browser. So I play, pause, do, play, pause, do, play, pause, do. And all of a sudden I have built the whole thing. I figured out the whole thing. So please know that none of this, as much as it technically might sound scary, if you're new, it's very simple. For those who are experienced, you got to do a better job at making sure you're segmenting these two separate from each other. And your job is to make this funnel sequence convert higher. And then your job is to build more funnels as you're strategically develop what you offer to your customers. We'll cover that right here in this training. So let me give you an example of what I did when I began. I had an opt-in sequence and, and people would just opt in to get three free videos from me on, let's say personal development and they'd get the offer and they bought or they didn't buy and they would be brought into my weekly broadcast. But then what ended up happening was I added more products to sell. I don't, know why I'm like leaning. I could probably just walk over there and keep that straight. But you know, I don't know what just happened right there. I'm like, Hey, but you know, what you could do is you add more products and your funnel gets longer. So what I did is I had watched these three videos. Here's this thing for sale. And then I'd extend the autoresponder. Watch these more videos. Here's something else for sale. Watch more videos. And this funnel sequence for me now probably goes six, seven months long before they ever come into my general broadcast. Right? And I don't mess with them when they're in there, they're in there. You let them go through that sequence. That way you can measure it, see it. Does it do well? Again, if you're all like, Oh my gosh, is this what he does for a living? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to tell you, like this is the stuff that you'll be working on at some point. If you want to develop a modern brand doing this, a modern brand today begins with that communication. Okay. We'll get to your products and your offers in a moment. Then, The other piece about this consistent communication, this modern brand is obviously everything that you are doing in social on a daily basis. Okay. Social on a daily basis, the modern brands of today, you see they have podcasts, you see they have blogs, you see they've got books, you see that they're doing events, you see that they're constantly promoting some interview or that they're very busy. There's lots of things to talk about. So, Social media became a daily thing. And what I recommend that you do is that on your social media accounts, you do a minimum of four posts per day, four times per day, four times per day that you do social media. This changed the game on my Facebook page development. So my Facebook page, you know, at one point was like a couple thousand. And I paid attention to what was going on. And I realized, you know, if I become more consistent here, people will look for it more consistently. And so I started doing in my time zone, 7am, 11am, 3pm, 7pm. That's 7am, 11am, 3pm, 7pm. And I just consistently post all day long on the social platforms. Now I've done that my entire career until recently by myself. I literally just brought on someone to help me with that and she's doing great. She's right over there and I'm really happy about it, but I did it all myself and it was scary and it was hard, but that effort paid off because you know what it taught me? What do people like? What do people share? What resonates and what doesn't resonate? It made my training better. It made my quotes better it made my ability to get share better. If you're somebody who wants to start this and you go, first thing I'm gonna do is hire a social media person because I hate it and I'm not gonna do it, then please go back to session number one where I told you if you're the person who has a goal but is unwilling to develop the essential skills to get there, you'll never make it. A modern thought leader loves social media. You have to, if you don't like it now, that's okay. It's time to teach yourself. Get on Facebook, get on Twitter, get on Periscope, get on Pinterest, get on LinkedIn, get on everything else that's going to be developed in the next couple of years that we're all going to go, wow, Snapchat, amazing. Whatever it is that you're going to get on, but get going. You don't have to master them all, but be where those all are. You don't have to do four times of original content every single day across them. You can grab old archive stuff, social media tip. If you're not already doing it, keep all your posts in a Dropbox file that you can keep grabbing them and recycling them across all those media channels and now it doesn't feel like so much work. You could just create a couple new original things a day or one new original thing a day or one new original thing a week depending on how big that archive is of other stuff you can grab and repost and retweak. Makes sense, right? Maybe you had a post that did really well. You're just going to now change the imagery or the words in it. Do it again. Like, Don't be scared to repost stuff. It's a very big part of your social media daily strategy is to reposting stuff. If you're not doing four times a day, go to four times a day. If you're doing more than four times a day, ask whether or not it's effective. The way that you do that, scale it down to four and see, do you get as much engagement with just four as you did with 10? And that often happens. See, if you're just posting all day, sometimes, if you're posting more than four a day, sometimes your engagement actually goes down or the post that you really wanted people to see, now that post, only 100 people saw it, but when you had it up there for four hours before the next post, you had 1,000 people see it. Whatever it is, you you gotta measure that. Get interested in the data of all of this, and that is the last part of this big piece, is making sure that you're paying attention to the data of all of this. So now it comes down to, for your strategy, It comes down to your personal reporting. Now, this doesn't sound like a communication strategy, but it is. Who do you need to communicate with about your business more than yourself? I know that sounds so silly, but today you can track and manage everything. And as much as you're thinking of creating as a thought leader today, you need to be thinking as a manager of a business tomorrow. So if you don't know your numbers, if you're not looking at your website traffic, your conversions, your likes, your shares, then I hope that you empowered somebody to look at that because you're not gonna know how to do any of this better if you're not looking at that data. It's so important for a modern brand. Now let's assume we work backwards here. What are you seeing in all of these areas? Let's talk about this bigger picture modern brand for a moment. Here's what we're talking about. You gotta have an email newsletter. That email needs to go out every week. That means you need a email provider. Every modern thought leader needs that. I, I can't share with you how many former greats, and I mean greats, people were you know, in the media all the time, or had infomercials, or had a best-selling book, or, or were known on the speaking circuit for a long time, and I meet them now, and they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're going, Brendan, I'm broke. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're broke. I, I, I read your book like 10 years ago. I've probably given it out to a thousand people. Like, what do you, how, how is that possible? Oh, I don't have an ability to talk to my audience. What do you mean you don't talk about it? Well, you know, I got to social media pretty late and nobody's there yet. How often are you posting? Ah, you know, once a week. All right, well, there's a problem. But you never collected emails? Nah, no, I never really collected emails. And I can share with you a modern thought leader brand, just like a modern politician, just like any modern business. It only functions from email. If you're not actively as a core part of your strategy in your modern thought leader brand collecting emails, you can't see in front of your audience. Now, some people say, well, Brendan emails, dead emails going away. And I go, what emails going away? They're like, oh yeah, it's social media now. You you know, it's just, you go, you go on this platform, you go that platform over there. I'm like, what? How did you log into Facebook with your email? Like email's not going away. The whole architecture of all social media is built on email. You log in with your email. All of your accounts are driven by your email. Email's not going away. And it still is a hundred to one more effective in your marketing and sales conversion than you'll ever get in social media no matter what someone tries to tell you who's selling a social media course. Email is vital. It is everything. So that's part of your strategy. I learned that in 2006 and I went for it. I I went for it. I was like, okay, my success is based on my list. The number of emails I have who are actively engaged. So I better deliver great weekly value to them. I better take them through strategic thoughtful things. I'd better make sure that I'm out there continually grabbing emails from social media. i better pay attention to all that. I did not want to do that. Let me say this again. I didn't want to do it. Does this give you so much freedom? Oh, I don't want to do this either, Brendan. Yeah, you don't want to do it. But if you want to be successful, you'll develop the skill and you'll do it. And it's all I can keep pushing people. We've gotten this world of myth where all you have to do is play to your strengths. That sounds really, really wonderful. Except unfortunately, if everybody played to their strengths, then there would be this challenge that nobody would grow. A lot of your growth also comes from your weaknesses. And a lot of your growth in business. Look, nobody is a natural business person, no matter what they tell you. Like that natural business person came up in an environment where they saw people hustling and working. Like nobody is natural to any of this. Just like I was not natural to the stage. I wasn't natural to do what I'm doing with you right now. This whole speaking thing, I was an introverted kid who did not, I was a happy-go-lucky kid, but after my breakup and my hurt heart, I just was pretty pretty reserved and held back for a little period of time there. Um, Luckily, college and beer changed that. But, you know, I'm just saying, I was a little reserved. And then things changed. And I was like, oh, I want to live life a little bit more. I want to be a little more alive. And so once I discovered that, I was sure everything changed and I thought, you know, I need to learn communication to make my impact. So I taught myself public speaking. I want to be a modern leader. I want to make an impact. I want to make money. I want to serve the world. I'd better learn the strategy of email marketing. You got to get in the game, folks. You must, must get in the game. You must get in the social media game. If you are somebody who's like, I am 50. I hate everybody on their mobile phones. You're going to be in a lot of trouble next year. And the year after that, and the year after that already, the entire world moved to mobile. And when they say they moved to mobile, what they really mean is they moved to social, you know, that's the modern world. It's more personal, it's more stripped down design, and it is more mobile. We all know that. So where's your strategy for that? All these things, does your website reflect an authentic contemporary design? Or does your website look like it's from 1995, you know? And by the way, I was guilty of that several years ago. It's okay. I coded all my web pages uh, up until last year, and here's what they all look like in in the HTML code. Row, no, yeah. Column, row, row, row. (laughs) That's as advanced as I was for anyone who knows coding. That's really funny. But anyway, I didn't know anything. And I said, I need to modern up my design. Uh, You know what? I'd better get somebody who's a better designer than me and write that check. So I did that. Now there's tools for all that. You could go on Squarespace. I'm not being paid to say that. I'm not sponsored by them. You can go on WordPress, not paid to say that. You can go on Tumblr. You can go on all these platforms right now and in several hours from now, have a modern, mobile-friendly, gorgeous website. So if you are also a thought leader who's like, I need to hire a marketing manager who will go in and build me a website and outsource to a local design ad agency. And the project's going to take nine months. You need to get off your ass, go log into Squarespace, build yourself a web page today. And I say that with total respect, sort of lots. I'm just trying to make Travis laugh at this point, but I'll tell you, here's the challenge. And I do say this with respect, is your barrier of belief and concern about technology, Many people including myself have made the massive dramatic mistake in the modern era of thinking that websites needed to cost $20,000. And so they waited, they waited, they waited, they waited, they got involved in some big thing that was over their heads and it's a concern. And by the way, I've made that mistake and I've made service offerings that made that mistake. It just take a long while for the technology to catch up to where it is today. It was different three years ago today. You know that today, a website, is grab it, move it, select it, upload it, type in the headline, hit publish. And you can be there. If you don't believe me, go check out Squarespace. You'll be like, that's amazing. And again, I'm not sponsored to say that It just there's these easier options that are available to you. If you're somebody who's like, I don't want a website. then Okay. Then at least have Facebook, at least have, you know, a blog, just get going. You can do all of this for free. I did all of my marketing, online until what two years ago I built it I had to learn it I didn't want to you might not want to learn the data reporting the worst thing you might say Brandon, you understand it. I am right brain I'm a creative I teach spirit to the world so I don't want my spirit constrained in a excel spreadsheet and I'll be like that's fine if you want your spirit concealed in poverty then go ahead and do that too and I say that with Absolute disregard for people who have been in that place that I have been a place of lack and a place of belief about mastering business that limited their impact. That's where I was. You deserve to reach a lot of people, but you're not going to do it unless you develop the essential skills. It's kind of like someone who says, You know what? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do is I'm going to open up a retail shop and I'm going to sell stuff who also says, you know what, I don't wanna learn how to do inventory control. It's like, no, that is an essential skill. At some point, you might be able to hire someone who does your inventory control, but when you first open up the doors, shouldn't you be the person who knows how many bars of soap came in and sold out? You need to look at your receipts at the end of the day. This industry is the same. You need to get into the work. This is all skill. Part of becoming a modern thought leader is to let go of some of this. The, the fierce beliefs you have about technology. Maybe five years ago it did cost you 5,000, 10,000, 20, 30, 50,000 dollars for websites. I know guys, who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on websites, and I just feel so bad, but I also feel so excited for them. Because starting over today, if you hate your website, boom, that fast. You're up and running on a new website. In a day, in a day, I can put up a website or a web page today, on average, maybe about 30 minutes maybe about 30 minutes with no coding at all, leveraging the technology that is available today. Again, I'll give you references to the systems that we prefer as we go. My job now is to get your head in the game and to kind of put a little accountability on you, maybe a little bit of, me, a little bit of a jerk a little bit, just to say, hey, I love you enough to say, get over your technology fears. It's easier than you think. Too many great thought leaders in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and centurions who've developed this unbelievable, life wisdom are not sharing it with people because they believe the tech is too hard. But look, I'll tell you, I I got family, my mom and, and lots of family. They're on Facebook. They're doing everything. They're making it happen. So make sure that you get there. So here's the question is your email marketing up and running efficiently weekly, personal emails, values of broadcast going out. No, get in the game. That's your roadmap. Your social media, Are you there consistently every single day? No, get in the game. Are you making sure you're paying attention to the reports, knowing if it's working or not? Paying attention to the shares, the likes, all the data tracking we have today? No, get in that game. Does your website look bad? Yes, get in the game, fix it. Is everything you're doing looking great on a phone, on mobile? No, get it rebuilt, restructured. You know what? If we can just get you to improve this, we can bring you into a more modern strategic level of communication. We get you to a more modern strategic level of communication. Then everything from here, once we have that modern strategy, moves now into a modern offer set. What does that mean? A modern offer set means, is what you're selling modernized? Does it look good? And one of the reasons I'm reshooting Experts Academy as an example is the concepts were good. The training is still relevant, still completely good. I'm going to reshoot it. Technology has changed. Platforms have changed. I want to put it out there again in a new way. So I'm going to modernize that offer. Then I also have to think, is what you're offering highly relevant to what people are struggling with today? You know, it's not that you can't take an old asset and sell it. But if you have the ability, the time, the will, the energy, you should look at it and go, you know, I've probably learned a lot in these last five years since I made that. Take another crack at it. And if it's not, at least the promotion leading in the offer, right? It's like if you have a how to uh, pr- promotion, you're, you're teaching people how to do something, but you look back at it and you're like, yeah, a lot of my screenshots are really old. It's okay, reshoot it. It doesn't have to be immediately, just schedule it, put it as part of your strategy. You know, I have one course, I probably re- sh- probably re- sh- uh, should have reshot about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I didn't have time, but it was on the docket. It's on the calendar, right? If you're not scheduling these things, they kind of slip by you. The other thing to know about a lot of modern offers and building a modern thought leader business, one piece of your offer, one piece of your offer should be a subscription offer. What does that mean? That's a monthly membership. That's a often called a continuity, same thing, same words. Other people call it a rebill. Just people call it a membership. It's all the same thing. So don't freak out all the same thing, a subscription, continuity, rebill, membership, all the same thing. What it means is you get somebody signed up for something that you deliver every single month. Now I've been teaching experts Academy, since I think 2007 or eight to sold out crowds from around the world. And I'm always done when I ask people, raise your hand. If you know exactly how much money minimum you will make next month in this industry. And so few people raise their hand. And it's because they are stuck in the old idea of online marketing that is kind of launch driven, launch driven, launch driven, launch driven. I got a book come out, launch the book. Wait a couple of years, launch another book, do nothing in between. That's not the way it works anymore. You know, you see the same thing in all other forms of retail, right? You see, uh, uh, you know, Apple's iTunes, you see Spotify's of the world, you see Netflix of the world. What do they all do? They all dropped their prices and made it monthly. That's your job. You need to have a program that you're offering anywhere between, let's say, you know, anywhere between $9 all the way up to maybe $297. If you're teaching technical or more wealth oriented or specific achievement oriented work every single month that you're rebuilding. I have a great friend who's really well known, pretty famous in the online marketing space. He, he had one of my favorite all time monthly programs. He was generating, you know, I think it was two and a half million dollars a year with this program. All he did is he sent out a DVD and a PDF, every single month. He mailed it to people's houses. I think it was $297 and I absolutely loved it. One day he stopped it. He said, I'm, I'm getting tired of doing this. I'm kind of running out of things, which really means that person got that creative entrepreneurial thing and just says, more and more more, I want to do more things. Because sometimes that's the bread and butter. And even if you don't want to do that anymore, then do it in a new way. But don't lose your subscribers just do it in a new way that brings your creativity. Maybe he could have started interviewing other people and having that transcribed. Maybe he could have moved away from DVD and just went into online video membership sites where it's just video and it didn't cost him as much. Maybe he could have thought about, well, what's the next thing my audience would need to master outside of this niche that I think I had to serve in. Maybe they also want to learn about lifestyle. Maybe they also want to learn about what am I reading? Maybe I want to learn about who I'm following and my creation, versus just my content because membership sites don't have to be for the thought leader. It doesn't have to be just stuff you create. You could curate what you like and deliver that to other people as well. It doesn't always have to be about you and I'll share more about that model as we move forward. So I hope this helped just kind of get in your game, getting some of the basics about the modern brand. The modern branding is all about the strategy. The strategy is all about the communication the consistency and where that is email, social media, and how that's delivered. More authentic, more design focused, stripped down, very mobile friendly. It's about bringing you into the world of business, paying attention to that data, those statistics, and making sure that at least one of your offers is a modern subscription offer where you can know what your income will be next month because whoever signed up this month, they're probably gonna be signed up next month, and you can guess what you'll be having as an income. Then you have a budget with a budget You can start thinking about ads. You can start thinking about team. You can start thinking about growth without a budget. All that stuff is scary, right? So at least get that into play online. I recommend simple thing, a training program. I just do a live webcast every single month and people pay an X amount to get that and the recordings, the summary, the worksheet that go along with it. Very simple, very simple. Can everybody do this? Yes. Will everybody take the time to develop the skills? No, And that's okay. But if you're still here, if you're still intrigued by this idea, you're gonna love our next sessions. So stick around, take notes, ask lots of questions, engage here online. Hey, gang, it's Brendan. I'm gonna change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network. Lori Harder, her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this this feeling that I had to earn it to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy, I was like, ah, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn. To earn the gifts we've been given, to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes, I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're going to get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot. You'll be motivated. And you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn your happy podcast. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online, or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus Blockbuster online courses. Or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K A J A B I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a members portal area. If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com.